This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Hello, I'm James Marriott and this is Steel City Business, brought to you by the team at Rebel Base Media, highlighting the great stuff happening within the business community right here in Sheffield. Now Then Cleaners started five years ago when director Hugo Russell set himself the mission of modernising the cleaning industry. I met up with him to find out how he's gone about it and just how well it's going. I'm Hugo Russell. I'm the director of Now Then Cleaners based in Sheffield. So how long have Now Then Cleaners been in existence? Okay, so Now Then Cleaners, we launched in July 2015. So we're approaching our end of fifth year this July. Right, okay, so um, quite a while. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the the journey then that kind of led to the, the creation of the company. Yeah, so basically I was working in London in a PLC environment and I wanted a way back to, back to Sheffield. So I did a lot of research on various industries in Sheffield. Um, I'm from a marketing background, so my my skill set is is in online, is in websites, and in also I also had a bit of pre- experience in recruitment. So I looked at the cleaning industry, very outdated in Sheffield. Um, it was starting to modernise in places like London, Berlin, New York, where you could get online booking in 60 seconds. And I thought, hey, I can bring this to Sheffield. I can create a website. I can get booking in 60 seconds, and I can recruit people. So. That's kind of where the now the cleaners was born. Really, was was the fact that I put two and two together and saw a gap in Sheffield, and it was a route for me to come home. That's really interesting because in in my head, I kind of think well, if someone sets up a cleaning company, that I'd imagine that you know when they were a teenager, they used to really enjoy doing a bit of dusting, and you know you kind of imagine that the there's a passion associated with cleaning. So, um, what what kind of led you to look into that as yeah. the industry then? Yeah. So it's funny you touch on that because it's probably something I've never admitted to myself, but I do actually enjoy cleaning. <laughs> um, I do turn it, I do like seeing something going from bad to good. It's, it's, there's, a, there's an aesthetic appreciation with seeing a room or a, a place go from quite filthy to very clean. Right. It's exactly the same with commercial spaces. So seeing a school that is is absolutely wrecked at the end of the day to seeing it when our staff have turned it around, it's, it's, it's really, it's, there's a nice element to that. It's like cutting a lawn. Um, it's very satisfying when you see the clear lines. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um so you're originally from Sheffield? Yes, yeah. I grew up in Broomhill in S10. Right. Uh, okay. West Tapton. Yeah. So um tell me a little bit about kind of your I know you touched on a little bit your sort of career path yeah. then because it sounds like uh quite a unique ki- yeah. career path is that a fair <laughs> a fair comment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've done a bit of everything. Um I uh, went down to university at Leicester. I studied management, so my degree tied in with my experience that led me to wanting to start a business. Um, I just went to get some career experience in London. Um, it was a great time, obviously, good for social, good for work. Um, but I looked back in and, and wanted to start my own business. Um, and cleaning became the, the route that I could take. We live in kind of a world now whereby um, kind of looking at an industry and thinking, well, it's at that point and actually it could be so much better. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I think about kind of the way that stuff like the taxi world changed in the last few years and, and other things that, you know, kind of people come along and think, actually, we can do a better job than than that. So tell me kind of what what makes um, now then different to kind of the, that traditional image of, you know, you've got the cleaning lady and the night before she comes, every, you clean up anyway and that, you know, kind of like, the cleaning industry as we all kind of think about it what what do you do that's that's different so what we really want to achieve is obviously not just being modern but also being a quality service so we really do vet our teams and we do work with them and train them um, to make sure that we are we are kicking back a good service we're not just sending someone in by the hour the hourly rate and not caring about what's delivered we've created checklists um, we've got apps we've got everything that we can do to make sure our service is as, as best as it can be 
we also obviously offer guarantees to make sure we come back if there's any errors or anything like that. So we 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 looked at cleaning companies and, and there was a, a culture of just sending a cleaning lady with a caddy, she'll do what she can and you'll pay for that. So we really wanted to to enhance that by working out what we can do in a certain period of time and uh, ticking things off so client knows exactly what they're going to get. So how useful has, has your um, background in recruitment been along the way? Massive. <laughs> so you can imagine with a cleaning company, we've now got 55 staff. So recruitment is something we are doing every single day. Um, so knowing what to do, how many candidates you need to call and how many people you need to see, um, it really is key um, to, to making sure you've got good staff within the business. Uh, you don't just see one or two because you need to get 10 interviews in because eight might not turn up and then you've got two and then you need to test clean someone. So recruitment is massively important in the cleaning industry and uh, getting on top of that is key to, to your success really because if you can't recruit, you can't grow. You can't take on new contracts. I imagine that um, the way that you work is, is probably a little bit unique in terms of the fact that you, you've obviously got quite a lot of staff there, but I'm guessing you probably don't see many of them all that much because everyone's working remotely because they're, they're off out kind of, you know, doing doing the job. What kind of challenges does that kind of bring up? Yeah, that's that's an interesting point because we have to keep in touch with people. We can't just let them just operate month by month without even having any contact with us. So what we get, what we have in place is our area supervisor does try and make at least a fortnightly or weekly visit, depending on the size of the client. We also try and give them a call once a week just to touch base. Are there any issues? Are your consumables running low? Have you got enough products? Just just to kind of encourage that that dialogue with our staff. So if at any point there is any issues, they're not scared to tell us. They're not. They don't feel like we're 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 a company that doesn't get in touch. We keep in touch as much as possible. That's 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 key to making sure our staff feel involved with the company. Because like you say, some staff they never have to come to the office. So five years down the line, how would you kind of say things are going? What kind of a, a client base do you have at the moment? Yeah, so it's, it's really come come on quite well. So last year we were nominated for the High Growth Award at the Sheffield Business Awards. So that was a real real accolade for us just to be shortlisted. So to go down to Ponds Forge in December was, was great. And um, we've got a real varied portfolio of clients. So from golf clubs to offices to lots of schools, um, right down to... Um, houses, sporting venues. We really do have quite a broad sector base, uh, but the cleaning is still core. So the element of creating a checklist, getting the right products, that stays the same. But we have a real variety of of, of companies, yeah. I ask everyone this, uh, and it's normally the question that people struggle with the most. Um, What three words do you think sum up the business? Okay, so I've touched on one already. So modern, Mm -hmm. uh, reliable, and quality. So those three things underpin a successful cleaning business. And if we can keep them in place, um, we should hopefully continue our upward journey. Uh, We've recently started taking on contracts in Chesterfield, Rotherham, Barnsley and Doncaster. And obviously we are advertising in Leeds and Manchester, but it has to be a sizable contract for for me and our supervisors and my management team to drive an hour to Manchester or Leeds. If it's it's big enough, if it's a school, if it's a large office space, we'll go up there. Uh, what are the moments that you kind of look back at and think, ah, oh, wow, that that was the moment that something sort of changed? What what are the moments over the five years that you remember the most fondly? So, funnily enough, we launched as a domestic business. So, obviously, I created a, a, a booking system where we could book online in 60 seconds. And I, I kind of always thought that we would become a very big house cleaning business. But out, one day, we got a call out of the blue from a charity saying, can you clean our offices? And going and quoting up that site, and, and doing that over the first couple of months, I really thought, hey, we could be quite a successful commercial cleaning business. And since that day, we are now, I would say, we probably our makeup of our business is probably 90% commercial, 10% domestic. So had I not made that move into commercial, 
we might just be, we might not be in business now because I might not have kept it going as just a domestic business. So we love the domestic side of the business, but the majority of the business is made up of commercial now. What about the kind of the flip side to that then? So what, what have been the moments that have been kind of really difficult to, to kind of get yeah. through? So <laughs> summers, <laughs> we take on a lot of the student apartment cleaning in Sheffield. Sheffield's right. a massive student city. Of course. Um, so think of all the skyline buildings that you see, we'll have cleaned them. Um, and you have very tight windows with student turnovers because one tenant will move out at the end of the month, the next tenant will move in pretty much the next day or within a couple of days. So we, we basically, we work with students. We actually bring on students for summer cleaning. We train them up, um, but we have very tight windows to get, say, 500 apartments, 500 bathrooms done in a very short space of time. So there's points at the start of that journey where you're 80 apartments down, you're thinking, we're not going to do this. <laughs> Flash forward a couple of days uh, after a couple of pints in the evening just to, to get to sleep, <laughs> uh, we get through it. And the client says, thank you very much. You've, you've helped us out. Um, this has been the best experience we've had. Well, what they've not known is, is all the rushing around we've had to do and make sure we, we get everything done. But um, summer is always a, a busy time for us. <laughs> I've never really thought about cleaning from a kind of a seasonal point of yeah. view, but do you have that then? Do you have kind of periods where it's particularly busy? And what, what kind of challenges does that provide from a staffing point of view? Yeah. So, yeah, touching on that, yeah, summer is always very busy in Sheffield. Um, so if you can get the staff numbers in place, there's, there, there is a limit to how much work you can get, but there's a lot of work. So you can really shoot up your one-off revenue within the summer if you're, if you're happy to take on that kind of work. Um, I guess we also now have started to move into the public sector a lot more. So schools, we've got um, a handful of primary schools and a secondary school and staffing those, um, that's term time work mainly. So obviously when they're in term and we provide relief cleaning for other schools, so it can get really busy during term time. So at the minute it's half term, so the phone's not going off as much. Um, so it's seasonal, but also depending on the client, it can be busy during certain times of the year. How do things work from the um, the phrase I'll use to kind of sum this up is the the health and safety point of view. I imagine that there's always kind of different guidance that's coming out about products that you can use and can't use and perhaps things that you've got to ask new clients particularly and yep. now obviously with the UK leaving the EU and so, you know, possibility of things changing there. What, what's that kind of like to, to work within? So you have to keep abreast of it with absolutely everything you do. So we had to get a health and safety consultant pretty much as soon as we launched. Um, you have to know exactly what's in your products, how you can use them and what, what PPE, what safety equipment your staff need to be wearing when using them. Alongside that, you also need to know all the risks associated with the cleaning in the environments that you're cleaning. You need to know your method statements. So every time we mobilise a contract, we have to look at what products are we going to use? Do we have the cost statements for them? Do we have all the risk assessments in place? And do we have all the method statements? Um, we also then need to go on site and do a lot of toolbox talks with all our staff to make sure they're safe, they've signed off, they've agreed to it, and we're not going to have any accidents. Um, I can say so far, touch wood, we've not had an accident in five years, so we're doing something well on our health and safety. That's brilliant, <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, so I, we kind of touched on this Earlier on where I kind of said, you know, in my mind, I have this image of kind of like, you know, I remember uh, I never had a cleaner as a kid, but there were always people at school that had cleaners and they're like, oh, we've got the cleaning lady coming around tomorrow, so we've had to clean tonight. And, um, you know, that kind of that image of of, of cleaning, I, I, I guess. And I think it's brilliant that what you're kind of doing and bringing that, that sort of modern stamp to it. But I guess there's a lot of people that probably think about it a little bit like, you know, my mine yeah. does yeah, and yeah. I hope none of this sounds patronising <laughs> yeah. but um, how do you kind of go about advertising and 
promoting your business. And I'm kind of thinking that, you know, I, I was in a job once where I was in a part of a management team and we once had a discussion about what we're going to do about the office cleaning. And I said, I couldn't, I could not give two hoots, just sort it out. It's just like, you know, to me, a cleaner is a cleaner. And that's just, you know, it was very easy to just sort of dismiss it without thinking, you know, actually it's, this is worth spending some time sure. on. So how do you, how do you get past those barriers? Yeah. So that's, that's, that is generally the viewpoint that you do, you do receive from most people until the cleaning's bad. <laughs> right. When the cleaning's bad, people notice. And if it's your remit, suddenly you'll get everyone in the office telling you that, that every single day and it'll start winding you up and then you'll be thinking, is our cleaning contract correct for us? Do we need to put this out to tender? Um, also, if, if the company has budget restraints, they may also come to you. It might be a price thing. So most people we find, if the cleaning's good, they'll leave it and, and most staff won't complain. But as soon as there's an issue, everyone will start talking about it. Um, with us, basically cleaning, you want to stand out. So I went with the name now then. Quite a nice local name. Um, so... That's quite relevant for us. And we also want to be a very clean brand. So if you have a look on our website, we've got quite a clean blue. I'm wearing a blue top today. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to be a, a name that was memorable and to be as clean as possible um, and to be as responsive as possible. So if anyone's having any issues, we'll happily come down and quote straight away. From that, the, the point of view of kind of how you market yourselves, because the first time that we met was at uh, an expo, wasn't yeah. it? And um, I thought, at the time I thought it was a little bit surprising there's a cleaning company there, and I thought it, it makes complete sense. Why would you not be there? It's <laughs> yeah. all people that have got businesses and buildings yeah. and, and stuff like that. What else do you kind of do then to sort of promote um, what you do? And I, I kind of noted you talk about your brand and how clean yeah. and kind of striking that is, and it, and it, and it yeah. really is. Um, so, you know, how else do you kind of get that out there? So online has always been a massive thing for us. So Google is very important. Um, you get, it's about 1,100 clicks for Cleaners Sheffield every month. We come number one for that search. So we're already pulling in quite a bit of traffic through that. Aside from that, we try and do a little bit on social media. And um, I also do as much networking as I can. Um, so we, we do get things through, through referrals because we've got quite good references. Um, more traditionally, a lot of the, the, the larger scale corporate cleaning companies that we're kind of, we're going into that space now they have a lot more of a traditional sales function. So um, they have sales teams or outbound sales teams that actually pull them in leads. So we are going to have to look into more of the traditional approach to go to the next stage. But in terms of that, that back to our modern phase, um, we have a great online presence through Google um, and that, got, that that was supported by my marketing background. So it didn't cost us thousands to get, get to the top ranks. If you could go back in time, is there anything you'd do differently? That's a very good question. <laughs> Um, so I would, I would probably would have started commercial from from the very day one. I wouldn't have waited eighteen months, um, and I would have uh, would have launched straight away into commercial. Yeah. Okay. What about the future then? I know you kind of touched on there about what the next phase might have for 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 now. Then, um, so yeah, I mean, what 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 do you think the future has in store for now? Then, and what about you yourself? You know, what what other have you, have you got other aims and ambitions and things that you'd like to do? So the space we're coming into um, is, is expansion into Leeds, Manchester, and kind of become quite a strong local northern cleaning company. We are now getting more and more requests to do other services. So you talk gardening, security, buildings maintenance. That gets you into the facilities management arena, which is so big companies like Mighty and such. That they, they take care of everything for a big client. So just to get on that table for a large-scale law firm, for example, you'd have to take on everything else. And actually 90% of that contract might just be the cleaning. They just want to make sure, can you add a receptionist? Can you do the buildings maintenance? Can you water our plants? Of course we can do all those things. So building now then cleaners into also a facilities realm is where I see this business going and operating across the north. 
Um, that's my initial aim. <laughs> we might go south because I do hear a lot of Cockneys saying, nad in, nad in. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, fantastic. Well, I mean, a, a great journey of the last uh, five years and um, wish you every bit of success for, for the next five years and Thank whatever comes much. next. It sounds like really exciting times um, ahead. If anyone wants to find out more about the, uh, about the company, uh, what's the best way of them doing that? Best thing is to visit our website, uh, nowthencleaners.co.uk or giving us a call, um, you can reach us on 0114-212-7030. Well, Hugo, thank you for your time. Thank you very much, James. Find us at steelcitybusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first. Audio marketing works. Talk to the Rebel Base Media team about creating a custom, cost-effective podcast for your business at rebelbasemedia.io.